Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hello, fellow patriots, liberty lovers, and chumps for Trump. We have survived another work week. Well, we got one more hour of it to go before we officially kick off the weekend. But, uh, you know, all we're doing is postponing the inevitable TGIF edition of the Bobby Mac Show. It is the Friday free-for-all. Whatever you want to talk about is good to go here on Friday. It is the all-skate. All you have to do is call me using the Ingalls Advantage talk line number, 800-347-1063, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number, 71307, and my email address, bob at 1063word.com. You may be aware that certain uh, federal court districts are assigned to specific uh, judges or justices on the uh, Supreme Court. Uh, Texter says, Bobby, not sure if you have seen this, but uh, supervision of the federal uh, district courts, circuit courts, were reassigned today. Georgia will now be overseen by Justice Thomas, Wisconsin by Justice Barrett, Pennsylvania by Justice Alito, and Michigan by Justice Kavanaugh. Bring your popcorn. So (laughs) we'll see. Ay, ay, ay. To the phones we go. Thanks for patiently waiting. Uh, beginning hour number two with uh, Governor Jimmy. He is the governor of Easley. Hello, Governor. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you doing? So far, so good. So good. <laughs> right. I have some silly things to think about. Number one, if you got the same people counting the same votes again, what's going to be different? Yeah, nothing is going to be. That's why I use the analogy of if all you're counting is counterfeit money, you can count it as many times as you want, but at the end of the counting, it's still counterfeit. It reminds me, every year I have a couple of Carolina buddies come over to my house, and we watch uh, the Carolina football game from like three or four years ago. Mm -hmm. And I always bet on Clemson, they always bet on Carolina. (laughs) I win every year. Yeah, right. (laughs) <laughs> that reminds me of people counting. Sure. And I thought, yeah, so tonight I'll, I'll get my moped out with the blue lights on. Right. And uh, I got a recliner on the back of that thing. We're going to go uptown east and watch the trains come through. And there you go. Hey, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's cheap entertainment. Uh, it, it couldn't get any cheaper. In fact, it's free. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean. If we're going to go through a Biden administration, we might as well just learn how to be stupid like they are, I guess. 
Okay, you you want to talk about uh, you want to talk about the betting window being open, uh, Governor Jimmy? How long do you give Biden before either he's removed through the Twenty Fifth Amendment through a non-compass menace? In other words, he, you know, he's his faculties are not totally intact, or because the strain of the office, because he now is going to be the oldest president if he is, uh, is is too much for him and he has to resign. How, how long do you give Biden to actually survive in his first term? Do you really think that he's ever going to serve the first day? That's what we have to think about. Yeah. Reporters are not even asking him questions now. Yeah, that's true. He's, he's, so, I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't so serious, it would be a big joke. It would be my moped with the blue lights. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. What Biden is. <laughs> I hear you. I, mean, I hear you. And I, and sadly, uh, you're right. It's uh, it's not a joke. It's in deadly earnest. And uh, I think he's going to be another Jimmy Carter. I, I'm, I, in fact, Jimmy Carter won't be the worst president we ever had when he, Biden finishes his. Well, look, I, I think Obama already swept that title away from uh, the peanut you farmer. But but I'll, I'll give this to, to Jimmy Carter. At least, you know, he understand he, he understood uh, nuclear physics, which, you know, Biden can't even say nuclear physics. You know, I wonder a question and maybe you can answer it. All right. Now. Roe versus Wade and being able to vote by mail yeah. never was voted on by Congress. So it, it was an interpretation by the Supreme Court. Yes, uh, right. Roe Ro v. Wade was, right. All right, so if, if Trump carries this back to the Supreme Court mm-hmm. under a case, and we we have a winning team up there now if they vote our way, because got more Republicans, we, they got Democrats. Could we not reverse this election by the fact that it was never legal to have mail-in votes? That's a question that the court would have to decide. And there's an overarching question as well, Jimmy, and that is, uh, will John Roberts and the other justices on the court agree to get involved in this case uh, at all? And, And I would hope that they will, because I think eventually that's where a bunch of this is going to have to be settled. But We'll see. Thank you, Jimmy. I hope you have a great weekend. Thanks for the call. 11 after 4 as we go to Greenville and bring in George next here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, George, and welcome to the program. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I want to talk about these voting machines. Um, uh-huh. I'm one of those people that sits behind the uh, counter and, and checks you in when you come to vote. And uh, so I worked this last election, which was amazing. I mean, we, we started at, we opened at 7 in the morning, and there were already people lined up at 5, and we didn't it didn't let up until about 5:30 finally that we actually had a break in the afternoon evening but yeah uh, pretty much the same these, way at my precinct as well yeah yeah now these machines we use ESNS right um system which is they made the system we used before too and uh you know at working i, I worked uh, a year ago and I, I we used these new machines for the first time a year ago mm-hmm. and i remember one of my one of my trainings i don't remember which one you know, it's been it's been a year, and I've been tra- you've been through the training so many times. But they told me that they told us in the group that um, the lady who was teaching 
said that, that Conway had used some of those uh, Dominion machines right. just to test them out bef- before they did the ones that they got mm-hmm. um, in, in an actual election in some precinct somewhere in South Carolina. I don't know where. I mean, I guess he's only Greenville, so right, Greenville right. County. So I don't know where. And she said they decided against using those machines. And this was before all this stuff broke. Right. As, they, did, the question came as, up, did, as did the state well, of Texas. They, they did the same thing. They ran some trial runs, right. didn't like what they saw, and decided to go somewhere else. And that's exactly right. And I, I just want to you know, give a shout-out to Conway Belangia. I, I don't think our people in Greenville County realize what a great man he is. I mean, he, you know, I'm an old guy, and, and whenever I see him, I, I just, he, he just demands respect. Mm-hmm. And and when you're around, you know the the office there, you know, and you're going for training, he's there. He just he just pops up and and he points you in the right direction, and he's he's just always there. It's, it's like, I don't, it's crazy. I, I, he just he pops up everywhere, and and he's just amazing. And he doesn't have to say anything. <laughs> you know, it it it's interesting you mention that, George, because uh, on election day, I believe it was, or maybe a day or two before. Uh, there was a, a lady who called into the show, and she was having problems uh, with her voter registration and their being unable to find it. And and I just, off the cuff, suggested that she call down to the Greenville County Elections Commission and talk with Conway. Uh, just go right to yep. the top because he could solve the problem. And, you know, she did. Exa- she called back the next day and uh, was uh, pretty effusive in her praise uh, for the way that yep. not only he took her call, but he also found a, a resolution to her problem that allowed her to go ahead and vote. So, yeah, there yeah, is that. I don't know how he does that. He's just an amazing guy. But um, we were truly blessed, and I, I know he's going to retire at some point. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen after that. But, um, yeah, this election was amazing, and I like the machines we've got. At least uh, I know that uh, we have a, a good paper record, and people can read their, their vote before they put it in the scanner. Our scanner worked fine all day. Um, you know, we, we, we make every effort to do it right. I, I'll sure. admit, I, I, I was in charge and I made some mistakes that I didn't realize, you know, um, very, and I know it, it involved, you know, seven, I don't know. Well, we're all, we're all human votes. beings. And so we're, you know, everybody right. who's human is going to make a mistake. Right. And I, and I, well, I feel bad about it because I know these people are important and they are expecting to make a difference. And, uh, and you know, so anyway, um, but yeah, you got to appreciate those people who are out there working uh, in in Conway. It's just an amazing thing. And the machines we have, I, I'm I'm an engineer, and I I believe that they're solid. They, they, yeah, I can't uh, see any way to hack them. I, so. I I I think certainly on a comparative basis. I mean, you go right down the road, compare the election results here in South Carolina with what they're going through in Georgia. Uh, yep. And some of these other places that had these Dominion machines, yeah, I think we uh, we come out uh, pretty much on top. Uh, George, thank you for, yep. for working uh, on Election Day. I know that is, in oh, large measure, a thankless task, and, and people are not paid all that much to do it. But you guys are helping to uh, maintain the bedrock of our constitutional republic. 16 after yep. 4 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Take a quick break here and then be right back here on the Friday Free For All on WORD. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back. 422 Bobby Mack Show Friday free for all as we uh, wrap up the work week. Couple of interesting takes about uh, Biden in on the text line 71307. Uh, Bobby, if Biden is inaugurated, I give him six months or less. Another texter says, I hope that Biden's proclivity for corruption and hunger for power will make wrestling his position away difficult for those who would depose him. Um, I guess my sentiment is much the same as Russia's uh, in uh, 2008 when he said that he hoped Obama would fail. But I hope the grotesque choices of woke America are permitted to be fully exposed for their absolute depravity and senselessness. There, there's a story uh, I've got in the stack here, and I may or may not get to it, but it was interesting. BLM uh, has already been pressuring Biden, uh, saying they want to be paid off for their votes through various appointments and policy agendas that they have. And uh, today there's a story. Uh, they, uh, they want the uh, Breathe bill to... Uh, to be passed in Congress, uh, that's one that does away with the prison system. There's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, back to the phones we go. Uh, let me see. Beginning with, uh, am I starting with Michael Moneypenny? Is that right? Yeah. Michael is in uh, Spartanburg. Oh, let's talk about the artificial satellites that uh, Rose was talking about uh, in the first call today. Hi, Michael, and welcome to the show. I appreciate you taking my call, uh, Bobby. Yes, yeah, sir. I actually heard Rose mention that, and mm-hmm. I looked it up, and there's actually 1,327 active artificial satellites orbiting the United States right now. There's, um, let's see, there's 2,666 active artificial orbiting satellites orbiting the Earth. There uh, are human-made objects deliberately placed in the orbit. Right. There's 363 in China, but I haven't gathered any information what they are for and why they were put there. Well, they're, they were put there for all kinds of purposes. Some are for defense. Uh, some are, are for intelligence gathering. Some are for private business communications, uh, like uh, satellite phones, uh, satellite uh, TV delivery, and the rest. Uh, I, I know that NASA uh, has been complaining, in fact, in recent years about uh, the amount of uh, essentially space junk uh, that is floating around uh, in uh, much of it in geosynchronous orbit, 22,500 miles up there in space. Larry on the text line said he thinks that Rose was, was referring to having seen the uh, International Space Station go by, which it could be. 
Well, that's possible, but you know, I got a feeling that a lot of these things are probably put up there to actually monitor us, spy on us, and just like our cell phones, they're actually uh, as as proof. I know myself, I've actually been followed. Uh, because of my phone being tracked years ago, mm-hmm. uh, that's the reason why you can't remove your batteries from your phones now. That's the only way I stopped the officer from actually following me is because I took the battery out of my phone. Well, and I I've can, done that three different times, and I it can, happened. So, All right. I, I can tell you this. The satellite technology uh, with the cameras and the lenses that they have in these sets now – I know that uh, 50 years ago, that's, that's a long time, uh, the early 1970s, uh, when, uh, when Langley put up the, uh, the KH-11 keyhole satellites, they were capable of reading uh, a car license plate <laughs> from, from up in space. So if they were doing that, cap- they had that capability uh, almost 50 years ago, you can only imagine what they're capable of now. Exactly, exactly. It'd probably scare us to death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no question. Thanks, Michael. I appreciate the call. Yeah. Hope you have a good weekend and a happy Thanksgiving. 27 after 4 as we go to Landrum next and bring in George. Yeah. Oops, sorry, we're going to uh, Rachel in Traveler's Rest. Sorry, George uh, had, had gone away. Hi, Rachel, and welcome to the show. Hello, Bobby. Um I want to tell you that I really appreciate your support of President Trump and also of the Confederacy. And we will miss you when you're on vacation next week, and you and Miss Brenda are in my prayers. Well, thank you very much, you Rachel. That's a, that's, that's a lovely sentiment, and I'm, I take it to heart, and I appreciate it very much. Um, well, I, uh, unlike a lot of people, I had the opportunity as you may recall, four years ago when he was running the first time around uh, to have uh, President Trump, then candidate Trump, uh, in the studio and on the program. And, you know, it's not like we're close personal friends or anything, but uh, I certainly appreciated uh, the sacrifices that he made in running for the office and the accomplishments that he achieved in office. Oh, my, yes. He's, I just really liked him so very much. And I believe that he really did win the election. And I'm just praying that it will be proven so that everybody will know it. But I know the Democrats will still say it's not true. Anyway. Sure. But anyway, <laughs> um, isn't tomorrow the 400th anniversary of the landing of the Mayflower? I thought I had maybe heard that. You know, that, it, that seems... Uh, I I don't know it. I I don't have that stored up in my brain pan, but that sounds like it would be correct. Yeah. Oh, well, that's just so exciting. And I'm so thankful to Jesus Christ for our country. Amen. Because I believe he he founded America. And if he allows Joe Biden to become president for some reasons that we don't understand now, he has encouragement in his word. For all those who are born again, who have been washed from their sins in his own blood and have received him as their only Savior from sin, and who believe that God has raised him from the dead, he says, Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. And the Bible also says, 
He had said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. So for those who are born again, we don't need to fear a Biden or Harris presidency because the Lord Jesus will be taking care of us, and he is taking care of us. Yeah, amen to that. Uh, Great, great thoughts here uh, approaching Thanksgiving, Rachel, and thank you for sharing that. Uh, I would only, I would I would only add to that uh, be not afraid. That's right. The Lord Jesus said, "Be not afraid, only believe." Yep. That's right. And could I please ask something else? Now this is on an entirely different subject. Yeah. Um, the limericks that I heard by Alan R. in Spartanburg <laughs> right. over the last right. year and a half or so were so incredibly funny and clever <laughs> and so timely. I couldn't believe it. And if he's ever interested in compiling those into a book, I would love to buy at least one copy of them. I might buy more to give them to people. Boy, they were that's... so good. And I never heard one that wasn't clean, I don't think. Yeah, no, he, he always uh, wrote ones that are uh, safe for family listening. You're right. You know, I should have saved them all along. And if Alan is listening, I bet he probably has all of them uh, in their original form. Uh, he he may want to uh, think about putting those together and doing that because oh, even good. even in a paperback book, yeah, his limericks are always great. Uh, Rachel, thank yes, you very much. To, oh, well, did I give Miss Money Penny my phone number in case he wants to call me? If, if yeah, he does. yeah, That's sure. Yeah, absolutely. Right. We can do so that. Much. Yeah, just just stay on the line. Money Penny will put you on hold, and, uh, and while we uh, head for the newsroom, and I'm right back on the other side. Step aside for the news here, and more of your calls are on the way. It's the Friday free for all here on the Bobby Mack Show on WORD. Howdy, welcome back. 437 now, Bobby Mack Show, Friday, free for all. Back to the phones we go. Uh, let's go to Greenville next and bring in Lee. Hi, Lee, and welcome to the show. Yeah, hi, Bobby Mack. I would first like to say thank you so much for what you do. We really appreciate it. And um, Thank you. Uh, I wanted to just comment. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And I also wanted to comment on, uh, I have a theory of what Tucker Carlson did last night. Yeah. Um, I think I think that what he did, he knows full well that Sidney Powell cannot divulge anything to him. He knows that. He's, he's extremely bright. Yes. I believe that he was pressured into doing what he did because he was getting pressure from, from uh, um, conservatives to try and convince us that this election actually was legal so that the conservatives are not going to rise up when because we're so fed up. That's, so that's I, I think he knew full well what he was doing and um uh but he 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 had to do it and um you know they they know that you know he probably has the biggest conservative audience of of all the people and you know on that show in the evening probably so and um so they thought it it was a great opportunity for them to to try and pressure him into telling us um you know that the election or trying to convince us that the election actually was legitimate but yeah i'll say I, I talked to i can i can see oh, that i can i can see that having some validity because uh, look you know if, if uh if Donald Trump got 80 million votes, whatever it is, um, whichever way this plays out, we are we are going to be uh, in a a very volatile situation in this country. If 
things play out the way we hope and the fraud is revealed and proven and uh, and Donald Trump wins a second term, you know the left, uh, fueled by Antifa and BLM, will go ballistic and step up what they're doing. And conversely, uh, if Biden uh, is the uh, successor to Donald Trump in the White House, there are going to be 71, 73, 80 million, however many you want to name, who are also uh, going to be extremely unhappy, suspicious about the result, and believe that Biden would be a fraudulent president. So either way, uh, we're headed for some very difficult times ahead. Yeah, and I'll tell you this, too, you know, through you, through people like you and Rush and so many other people, um, you know, just true patriots. And, and again, thank you so much. And God bless all of you for what you do. Thank you. But um, I talked to a couple of people today who actually, myself included, turned off TV after Tucker Tucker Carlson did what he did. Mm -hmm. And I was so thrilled to hear all of the people. People know what's going on out there. You know, this is a... It's you know the citizens of this country are well well informed and and uh, they're very sharp and so I myself I, I think there's a lot of us who are saying we're not putting up with this anymore yeah. and um, uh, it, it's I, enough. It's I, enough. I, I think you're exactly rightly you know and the people that that I meet uh, in in my everyday life I am constantly amazed at the level and depth of knowledge that they have not only of of everything that's transpiring on a daily basis, but they're also quite capable of separating the wheat from the chaff. And and when we live in a in a situation where a half a dozen or so mega corporations essentially are controlling all of the sources of broadcast news and the same number are controlling big tech uh, to to have a a level of understanding of how they are twisting and manipulating and essentially corrupting uh, journalism uh, is impressive because you're right. People are, people are, are not fooled by this. No. And my mom said something interesting to me and I shared it with some family members, but it's actually an obituary for the, for the United States. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, historically, and also biblically, but uh, no democratic society has ever lasted much longer than 200 years yeah. because we all go, we all become immoral and um, uh, what's right is wrong and what's wrong is right. And, um, and then we crumble. And it's very interesting to read because there's not a single one that lasts for over 200 years. And it's, it's like we're watching this in real time, you know, happening because obviously we're just a little more than 200 years old. So. Sure. It's, yeah, it is it is it is scary and sad all at the same time. I think I've seen the same piece that uh, your mom may have been referencing written some time ago by uh, I believe by a Scottish minister uh, who uh, described mm-hmm. fall of Rome and uh, the Greeks and the other uh, systems uh, that have come and gone uh, and, and have been swept away and in, into the wastebasket of history. Let's hope that we're not the next one. You know, and, and just real quickly, too, I had actually wanted to call a couple of weeks ago, and, and um, uh, I'm not going to use any names, not, not no. for fear of myself, but um, uh, I have a, a, a child, let's say, who is in the school system, mm-hmm. and they're getting virtual school, and right. I happen to be helping them. And I was listening, you know, I, I had one year here and one year there, whatever, and um, I happened to overhear there was a teacher who was working with one of these children, and he was talking about 
Caesar and how Caesar wanted to take things over. And so he used his army to try and take things over. Mm-hmm. And he said it's exactly what President Trump is trying to do today. Oh, oh my CIA. God. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. And this is in the elementary school system. I, I sat there. I was so livid. I just I thought, oh, my gosh. But I thought I've got to keep my cool because mm-hmm. the only one who had suffered the repercussions is obviously the child. Sure. But um, I, I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I thought of all of the things he could have used as an analogy, and he chose that. I just thought, what, what a shameful, cowardly individual. Just, yeah, absolutely. Just, and that and the but teaching of this this uh, sixteen nineteen project uh, in public education uh, this this bogus history of the United States uh, that is not uh, that that is also being used so it it's really pathetic. Well, I guess uh, when uh, President Trump uh, federalizes the eighty second and the hundred and first Airborne Division and marches them across the Potomac as Caesar did when his legions crossed the Rubicon, and, and, and that this teacher can look that up to find out what I'm talking about, uh, then, then, then he might come somewhere near accuracy, and until then, uh, he is perpetuating a lie. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. And, and again, God bless all of you. And, and um, I, I uh, this is probably because I, I can't get through to Rush. So if he's listening to it, I'd like to say I'm praying for him all the time. And and uh, bug, it made me so sad to see that he's so ill. I just yeah, my me heart. too. So, me um, too. Thank you very much uh, for anyhow. the kind words, Lee, and, and for. Uh, just for for being there. I hope you have a great weekend and a and a wonderful Thanksgiving. Cor- and thank you again oh, for the you, you for the kind words. Quarter before five here on the Bobby Mac Show. I'll be right back. Friday free for all, and more of your calls are on the way next. Welcome back. Four fifty one now. It's nine before five. The five o'clock follies right around the corner. And, of course, as I mentioned earlier, following the news and the uh, weekend kickoff, it will be our annual visit, our return visit to WKRP in Cincinnati for newsman Les Nessman, winner of the Golden Sow Award for Journalism, uh, and his report on the WKRP Thanksgiving promotion, the Great Turkey Drop. (laughs) On the way. Uh, to the phones we go. In the meantime, let's head to Clinton and bring in Ray here on the Bobby Mac Show. Hi, Ray, and welcome to the show. Thank you very much for taking the call today. You bet. Uh, my question for you today is, uh, they said it was a felony now for people to go into uh, Georgia to get a residence to vote. But how do they know that the person isn't going there to live or to change jobs? Uh, you know, myself, I had to move around the country, you know, uh, quite a bit on my uh, career as an engineer, going from company to company. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I didn't do it for voting. I had to do it just to make a living. But, sure. Uh, how do they know that you're not going to Georgia? Like, uh, I live in South Carolina here. I could go across to Georgia and get a job in a couple of days, but i got to find a place to live, too. The uh, the way the uh, statute actually reads, and I, I went back and read it, is that uh, you have to you have to prove that the reason that you have moved to Georgia is because 
it is your intention to live there, uh, that you're yeah. not the working temp uh, there or, or any other explanation. You have to be uh, a resident of Georgia and intend to remain so uh, after January 5th, which is when their, uh, their uh, yeah. runoff election is. Well, what would stop a person? Like, I know people that have a uh, summer place over there in the uh, mountains over in Georgia. Well, they're not and a resident. Here. Yeah, then, yeah, then their place of residence is South Carolina, and they would vote in yeah. South Carolina. Yeah, but the, what's to stop them from registering over there also? Uh, I guess uh, nothing. I'm, you know, if if they uh, sure if they, they didn't if I they mean, I know well them, but look if they didn't mind time, uh, if they didn't mind risking going to prison for committing a felony, uh, nothing would stop them. Yeah, but that's what I'm trying to say with these mail-in votes. It's making it a lot easier to do a lot of this type of. Well, thing. sure, that's exactly the intent. That's why the Democrats wanted all this mail-in voting and all these trash cans on uh, every next to every stop sign drive by and drop yeah. off a few hundred ballots. Yeah, and uh, one last uh, point I'd like to make about the the uh, lawyer that was talking to uh, 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 Tucker Carlson last night. Yeah, you never give away a. Uh, thing about the evidence on any case because uh i mean between my my uh engineering jobs i had a chance to run evidence mm -hmm. and this one time they're going to move the trial from new jersey to albany new york yeah and he wanted me to take the evidence up to albany mm -hmm. in my van and they said you better be armed uh, because he might get hijacked, because what that what somebody didn't want that uh, evidence to get there, you know, they would uh, make sure it didn't get there. Sure. So I said, well, thank you very much, but find somebody else. <laughs> I can't say that I but, blame uh, you. Discretion was a better I mean, part I, there. I had guns and everything, but I never got into a firefight. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's so, and that's a good thing. Uh, look, uh, yeah. you know, when when you're playing poker, it's it's not a real good idea to uh, show the other players at the table what cards you have and say, hey, here you go, I got, yeah. a, uh, I got a straight flush, what have you guys got? Uh, that's, that's not a, a, a good yeah. methodology to employ. I, I remember the Gauntlet movie with Clint Eastwood where he had to deliver this girl right. to testify against somebody. Right. And uh, I, you watch that movie, you that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> that you were going to be never get to yeah. assaulted by thugs. With, some of this stuff will yeah. never get to where it's going yeah, either. Semi-automatic weapons. Where it's going. Yeah, as I recall, uh, Clint uh, had a, a pretty rocky trip in that movie. Thanks, Ray. I appreciate the call. Hope you have a good weekend. So essentially, nothing would stop you from wanting to cheat if you go there. And why Georgia ever agreed to these uh, guerrilla uh, primaries in the first place. They adopted them from California. And essentially, everybody, Democrat, Republican, Independent, uh, whatever uh, third party, fourth party may be out there, uh, they throw them all into the same mix. And then whoever the top two candidates are end up in the runoff. Well, in California, of course, uh, they always ended up with two Democrats in the runoff for whatever seat they were having, pretty much ensuring 
They got a Democrat in office. Uh, why Georgia would adopt that uh, is beyond me. Although I have my suspicions, and I'm sure you probably do too. Hour number three of the Bobby Mack Show, the five o'clock follies, and our flashback to WKRP and the weekend kickoff. It's all on the way next. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.